Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on navigating chaos, those who won in adversity. We've been going through quite a list of people uh, from all walks of life and different ethnicities and different challenges and different trials and how they pushed through and made it to see their dreams happen or at least to get to the other side and make an impact in the world around them. They didn't focus on the problems. Instead, they focused on what they wanted to accomplish, even at the risk of losing their life, which was the case yesterday in our discussion on Malala. Uh, We also talked about Helen Keller, Nelson Mandela in the previous series, and we touched on Abe Lincoln. Today, I want to talk about an athlete, an athlete um, named Jesse Owens. And Jesse Owens, maybe you don't recognize that name, but I think you'll be fascinated by his story. Jesse Owens was a track and field star. His most famous moment came in the 1936 Olympics when he won four gold medals, much to the annoyance of Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party who hoped the Olympians or the Olympics would be a showcase for Aryan supremacy. Yuck, right? In his later life, Jesse Owens became a goodwill ambassador for America and athletics. The battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals, the struggles within yourself, the invisible, inevitable battles inside all of us. That's where it's at, a quote by Jesse himself. Jesse was born in Alabama, and at age nine, the family moved to Granville section of Cleveland. His early life was marked by poverty. He was forced to take many menial jobs, such as delivering goods and working in shoe repair shops. However, he was able to develop his passion for running and athletics. From an early age, he was identified as having great potential talent. In later life, he gave much credit to Charles Riley, his high school coach, who encouraged him to make allowances uh, for his uh, and made allowances for his difficulty in making evening training sessions because Jesse had to work in a shoe repair shop. Jesse rose to national prominence in 1933 when he equaled the world record 9.4 seconds for the 100-yard dash. He attended Ohio State University, but without a scholarship, he had to continue working part-time. In the 30s, America was a highly segregated society, which is terrible. And when traveling with the team, Jesse had to suffer the indignities of eating at, at different restaurants. Now, this is just an atrocity I'm not, um, you know, I'm not reading this for any other reason to let you know that Jesse, you know, withstood some serious uh, persecution and uh, challenges. And that's the point of my sharing it with you. I just certainly don't agree with any of the, um, the things that went on at that time. Definitely not. But Jesse pushed through, okay? He broke three world records. This included the long jump. Owen's record stood for 25 years, 220 yards and 220-yard hurdles. He also equaled the record for 100 yards. And uh, Jesse's finest moment came in 1936 with the Berlin Olympics, and he won Olympic gold in the 100-meter long jump, 200 meters and four, uh, uh, four meters a relay. 
an achievement not matched until Carl Lewis in 1984. So he held that record for, goodness gracious, almost 50 years. It was a convincing rebuttal to the Nazis' hopes of, of displaying their whatever superiority. Uh, Hitler gave medals to German athletes on the first day, but after Owen's victories, decided not to give any more medals. So he was an incredible man of perseverance, uh, a story of someone that despite uh, the adversity against him, uh, despite the unfairness against him, um, despite the odds of him even getting where he ended up, he pushed through. And, uh, and Jesse Owens was, even beyond that, denied the commercial reward or praise that he might have expected and was not given what he should have gotten in a reception by uh, uh, Roosevelt or future U.S. presidents. In 1936, the American Olympi Olympics Association rescinded his Olympic status after Owens refused to travel to Sweden because he felt finan a financial need to pursue some commercial enterprises back in America. Uh, but Jesse then went on, and there was a book written about him, um, The Fastest Man Alive. You can find it on Amazon. Also, Triumph is another book written by Jeremy Schapp. If you want to know more about Jesse, I think he's a pretty remarkable man. Um, and actually, in 1966, with the Civil Rights Movement gaining impetus, uh, Jesse Owens was given the opportunity to act as a goodwill ambassador. And he became a speaker for the Olympic movement. So, um, you know, really it's not so much what comes against us, it's how we manage it. I love the phrase that says... You know, it's not the water that gets that that's outside of a ship that sinks it, but what gets in the ship. So let's offer a quick tip uh, for today, and that is to be mentally prepared. I am prepared for the worst, but hope for the best. More than 185 years after use were these words written by a British Prime Minister, Benjamin Disraeli. They still inspire. Being prepared means thinking through worst-case scenarios and considering your battle plan, how you will act, how what you will think, what you will do. When you're prepared in advance, it's not going to shock you. It's not going to knock you flat. It's not going to um, destroy uh, your uh, internal peace uh, and cause you to crumble because you were prepared and you knew how to handle it. This takes a lot of training, of course, rewiring of the brain, emotional intelligence, all these types of things that you would be in training for and be a mental athlete of sorts. What would your plan of action be in a crisis? Running through potential disasters at times, okay, can build mental strength and flexibility to overcome mishaps and catastrophes. And you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again because it's worth saying, you know what, if we live in some kind of fairy tale world thinking that we're going to get to some point in life and not have tragedies, we are living a serious life of denial. And, and it's never going to happen. We're always going to have challenges, and we just need to be prepared for those challenges. So be the mental Olympian you need to be to be prepared for those challenges. And don't let other things, other people, or other circumstances take control of you. You stay in control of the situation. Well, this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine, hoping you will continue to reach higher. Thank you for joining.